Proudly sponsored by Founders Coffee, the most tasty delectable coffee here in Las Vegas, right across the road from Ikea. Drop your WHH promo code. You get 10% off your order. they got a brand new shop right on St. Rose. How could we forget Jay Baller's Beard Balm, the most essential beard balm in the game? For when your beard needs to be money. The Aussie Project, Australian meat pies, sausage rolls, chicken. We're going to deliver them to your front door. And, of course, in LA and Las Vegas, free delivery. All the descriptions are going to be right at the bottom of the podcast. And how could we forget one of our proud sponsors, The Garrison and Elliot Co., the number one beard and haircuts in the business. Check this out. Now you know why my hair's looking so slick, S-L-I-C-K. And of course, today's episode is proudly fueled by... This is the current Irish whiskey belt holder. This is the Rich and Smooth Challenger. Ding, ding. Proper number 12, Irish whiskey. One for all. What's the story, guys? Welcome to the podcast. What happens here? This is Marcus Deegan. I'm your host, shooting direct from Sin City right here in Las Vegas. We have got another epic podcast for you today. Some of the biggest names in sports and entertainment, and this guy fits the bill straight away. Let me tell you about this man. He is the CEO of one of the biggest sports and entertainment agencies in the world. We're going to give you a bit of a display on some of his fighters. Don't take it from me. Check this out. Ladies and gentlemen, listening and watching around the world, would you welcome to the podcast, Jason House. What's up, brother? How's it going, guys? Thanks, man. Thanks for coming on today. Thanks for having me. You're looking very slick. What's going on? Where'd you get that haircut? Come on. You know Elliot took care of me. <laughs> <laughs> Is he oh, we want to introduce Elliot to the building, everyone. Say hello to my barber and my good friend, Mr. Elliot Chester. What's up, hello, my man? Hello, hello. Welcome to the show, bro. Thanks Yo. for coming in. I really appreciate it. And I want to welcome to back again my number one Peroni jabroni give it up for Matt what's up baby what's going on out there guys how y'all doing thank you very much for coming in today no well, problem I, it's uh, our second last show of the year and then it's yes. 2021 Woo! and we're happy about that right what a year I know what a year it's been actually mm-hmm. you know what when people say it's been a real messed up year obviously it has for a lot of people but it's actually been a really good year for me it's been a year where I've actually prevailed have you have you prevailed this year I would have to say so I think all the real ones prevailed yeah. you know, this, yeah. this is the one where either you know you, you either they used it as an excuse, yeah. and you slacked off, yeah. and you just took it off, yeah. or the real one stepped up and made it happen. And I suppose being one of the, you know, running some of the biggest sports names in the world, the UFC, um, mixed martial arts is such a huge sport. How much did the pandemic affect your business and, and, and the way that things are running? I mean, thanks to Uncle Dana, I think our business had the best year ever, so... He released that promo yesterday on Instagram and all the social media accounts, and I was all fired up because it's crazy to think that was only, what, six, seven months ago. You know, yeah. the events got, you know, canceled for a couple of weeks, and 
Daniel yeah. was able to get it done and get us back on track. So, what do you think? Your uh, what do you think the big the biggest difference is about um, doing it with crowds and without crowds? Do you prefer it with the crowd, obviously? But what's the huge difference with that? I think the ability to hear the corner, um, the ability to hear even the commentating during the fight. I definitely think that has an effect uh, when you're in the cage. Uh, I think you know when you're able to hear the other opposing team's corner as well. It's definitely adding a different layer to the fight. I never actually thought about that. So that you, the the guys and yourself and the fighters can actually hear the boys commentating. Yeah, that's probably never been done before, right? Yeah. If you look at it uh, in Florida when Ricky Simone fought, like they were saying what a big sized uh, bantamweight he was, and then he kind of went like this and he started flexing <laughs> in the cage because he had heard right. Daniel Cormier make a comment about it. Yeah. So it was pretty cool that uh, you know you can actually hear those things while you're fighting. Do you, you know, think that hypes them up? The fighters? I definitely think it does. Yeah. I definitely think it does. Yeah. You almost have to use, like, uh, more code, right? Because right? now they hear you, so now the, whoever's got the best codes out of everybody is going to do better, you know? Yeah. You can't just, you know, maybe throw a two, and then it's all of a sudden a four or something, so yeah. little things like that. They were cornering one fight, and they're like, he's tired, he's tired. I'm going to think, like, no, we're not. We're not <laughs> tired. We're not, I'm not tired. <laughs> we're keep going. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I remember in the Contender Series, one of them started listening to the actual uh, announcer, yeah. His, the advice they were given, and he's like, always oh, listening to me. I can't remember who it was exactly, but it, it was pretty funny. That's yeah, and awesome. the Contender Series was huge. I mean, you guys had a lot of fighters in that this yes. year. Yeah. Can you talk about that a little bit? Man, the Contender Series is always a, a great experience for us, I think, just because it, it validates you know our ability to develop prospects. And I think it's such a great show, right? I mean, you really know that, hey, if I perform tonight, my fate is sealed. I'm going to get a UFC contract. And so I always feel like I'm more nervous for those fights than I am like some u normal UFC fights. Right. Like just the energy in the room when there was crowds, you're like, oh, man. Yeah. Like There'd be like this tension in the air. Like No one was really talking before the fights. You'd be just sitting back waiting for the show to start like, oh, man, it's, yeah. it's about to go down. Yeah, <laughs> There's a lot of nerves that go along with this sport, right? Do you think that, you, as you said, you get a little bit more nervous watching the Contender Series? Is yeah. that because the guys that are already in the UFC are established – and you want these young guys to 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 make their dream? Do you feel like a like a like a like a father figure to these guys? You definitely do. I feel like the contender series they're, they're climbing that first mountaintop. I think that's what really what is occurring there. That they're getting their opportunity to showcase their skills in front of Dana, Sean, and Mick. You know, the UFC there's always nerves. There's always you know uh, the pre-fight butterflies and stuff. But I think for that moment, it, it's like man, they've they've been fighting on the regional scene for not very much money. They've been really you know. Paying the paying the, uh, the iron price in the gym, and now is their chance to really shine in front of them. Yeah. And they're fighting another prospect, right? And that's where it's at. Like you're, you're fighting someone that you're equal. Yeah, yeah. The tough guy, the each of the tough guys from their towns, like yes. the toughest dudes, fight each other. And there's so much pressure. Yeah. Because just because if you win, doesn't mean you get picked. Yeah. So you really have to go out there. And, and they used to just uh, give out one contract. Now Dana was a little. He was very generous this yes, year, handing out three, five in some episodes. Yes. But, man, the pressure, especially when the fans were there, they were their families. Yes. And how much pressure is that, right? Like yeah. getting beat up in front of your mom like that? I mean, yeah. ooh, like yeah. that'll yeah. fire someone up. Yeah. I'm not getting beat up in front of my mom. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> His mom beats him up. That's the whole hey, thing. Hey, hey, hey. Three or four times a week, she's, she's really good right, at wrestling and right. jiu-jitsu. Jason, how do you separate your emotional connection with your fighters? How do you keep a business without becoming friends? Man, I, see, I always feel like when people say it's it's not personal, it's business, I think it's complete crap. I think it's completely personal. I think you are you only want to mess around with your friends. You only want to do business with the people you love and care for. So I, I, com I completely love my clients to death. As regards to doing our job, like heading into a fight night, I like to think of every 
possible scenario before the fight in the hotel room. That way, after the fight, when emotions are high, I'm able to stay rational and say, hey, if we won, this is who we want to call out. This is the next play for us. If we lost, this is the next road that we need to take. Right. So I try to always evaluate the situations before they occur, before the fight, and that allows me to stay present in, in the moment. But I, I truly believe you should love the crap out of your clients. I think you should be there for them every step step of the way. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I just truly believe that this this is an emotional sport. Yeah. You know, you're, you're going to ride this roller coaster. And I feel like when, when it doesn't hurt you, that's your time to walk away. I feel like when it, when you're not nervous and wow. if, it, if it doesn't affect you, if it doesn't bring me to tears, it's time for me to leave. Damn. Yeah. And you know, and, so, and someone on the outside, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I came in to take care of, of Jason's guys fight week. But to watch the connection that he has with his guys, and I've been very fortunate. I've had a, you know, I've had an opportunity to take care of a lot of fighters through the year. Yeah. And you know, I've worked with other guys who have had other managers. You know what I mean? I've never seen anything mm. like what Jason has with yeah. with his guys. Like it's 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 really unique, and it's I, th I think it's awesome. And, and and you could you can you see the camaraderie. You know, I've been over to Jason's house, and there's you know, five, six, seven, you know, different fighters. Some of these dudes are fighting in the same weight class and everyone's there pulling together like a team. Like, it's it's really cool. Do you think that has an effect on the success when you're had such a personal relationship with your clients? As you would probably know as well, Elliot, it's obviously a completely different industry, but you're a people person and you're talking to people every day, different people. Do you believe that having that personal relationship makes things better? I mean, I think it's, I think it's, that's a part of it, right? Because it's right. a relationship. But what so, do they yeah. say? It's, um, never mix business and pleasure together. So that I don't get that. I mean, you know, I, I think in, in some aspects, you know, I, you know, I, I, I get, I get that, you know what I mean. But I think, you know, fighting is a very personal thing, right? You know, you got two guys in in an octagon, you know, in a cage, beating the shit out of each other. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you don't get too much more personal than that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And Unless you're getting a colonoscopy, and then that. that <laughs> I mean, that's a little. <laughs> and I've got one book. I've got one book next week, by the way. So we'll, maybe we'll bring the cameras in and test some footage of that. <laughs> Probably not. But maybe I'll, I'll can't oh, show yeah. that on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can. It's medical. Cool. Can you? Yeah, you can. Oh anyway, sorry God. about that. <laughs> yeah, your house is getting notoriously popular uh, from the embedded and things yeah. like that. How many fighters were actually at your house that weekend Brandon fought? Or is it always like that? Like It's always like that. I just think with the pandemic and not being able to gather to, to watch our clients and cheer on our clients, it mm -hmm. just seems that the safest bet is to have them at our house. Yeah, gotcha. And, and how's the uh, beautiful wife feel about that? She <laughs> <laughs> you love them as well? Yeah. Yeah, the house gotcha. feels empty now that everyone's gone. And and, and uh, your husband was telling me that you have a favorite. Who's your favorite? Do you have a favorite fighter? <laughs> he was telling me. Is, is, are we, can we talk about that? <laughs> so so before we rep Brandon, it, Brandon Moreno was always her favorite fighter. She'd always be cheering for him. Like, oh my, I used to be like, why? We don't we don't work with him. She's like, I just love him, who he is. And then Cheeto Vera kind of made that connection for us. And when we managed him, mm -hmm. I felt like she was like so excited. Pops, She's like, yeah. oh, we're going to finally work with yeah. Brandon Moreno. But I mean... I'm really blessed. Our guys really support each other. I mean, yeah. Alex Perez was texting me during Brandon Moreno's fight. Wow, that's crazy! Wow. Like, yeah. like, like cheering for him, pushing for him, and man, Alex had just fought for the title. Yeah, talk, Same, talk about two, three, talk if about he would have won. Yeah. yeah, talk about a client that's cheering on his manager for the greater good of his manager. Like yeah. that, is, that is amazing to me. Like he was texting me. I was almost in tears in the corner over that. I was like, man, I really have. I'm really blessed to work with a good group of people. Damn. You know, and and assassin baby, he's he's an amazing yeah, guy. Jason, I, I, you're a good guy. I can see you getting emotional right now. Yeah. I can see. I, <laughs> that just means like you know, I, I literally, I haven't. Every single person that I've spoke to about you has had 
10, <laughs> 10 out of 10 comments to say. So oh, I really do appreciate you. that. Speaking of Brandon, man, what a weekend last weekend. Yeah. Uh, can you play that clip and we'll just talk about it over the top? Um, yeah, so he, he came in and obviously it was a draw. Me and Matt, we sat and watched it together. I thought it was going to go to him considering there was, well, what I counted, four eye pokes, one nut, nut shot. Right. Um, the nut shot was, was uh, can we? That, that was the, 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 the <laughs> yeah. The timeout, the call time. We got it guys? up here. So Especially because the fifth was so close, the third was yeah. so close, and the point, I yep. actually thought he had it. Yeah. And, and I was talking to him because I'm, you know, I'm such a fan of the sport. I know how these guys judge these fights. And I'm like, listen, if they gave Figueredo the third, and and they gave him the fifth. We're we're hitting a draw right now. He's like, yeah. don't say that. Don't say that. I'm like, I'm telling you that I know how these. I yeah. know how they work. You and know? I was like saying, don't say that. Don't say that. You're gonna put it out there. But um, look, it was I thought he did it for sure. Like I thought I, so too. Mm -hmm. It was a great fight all round. We 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 talked about Figueroa's punches, and he said, yeah, he punched hard, but they they weren't as hard as what you know everyone thought they were gonna be. Yeah. Um, and and one thing that I really appreciated what he said. He goes from that fight. I know that I can beat him now. I know what's Love gonna it. happen in the next fight. Um, and and uh, so is is the hype train gone? Do you think? Because there was a bit of a hype train with Figueroa, was there? I mean, I definitely think that Brandon showed that he's that he's human. Yeah, yeah. I think the hype train for Figueroa definitely got derailed a bit. Yeah. It's definitely under construction after that. Yeah, because yeah. he went in there just dominating, and then he had the excuse of he was sick the before. And yeah. Yeah. I love Moreno's response. He was like, "Welcome to the fight game, buddy." Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. we've yeah. all fought sick. It's we funny. all had a hurt. It's toe. funny seeing this right now. He's like, he's like smashing this guy, and then and then last week he was like so excited about getting Legos. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. Th th I mean, and how good was that? I mean, and and how good was that fight though? You know, it what was I mean? the best. I it mean, was such a good fight. Honestly, it's it's it, either that fight or Joanna versus um Joanna versus, versus uh, 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 Wei. Yeah, 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 Wei Li Jang. Yeah. Either yeah. those two are the fight of the year for, for sure. sure. Yeah. But yeah. no question. That was definitely the woman fight of the year. That was definitely the male for fight sure. of the year. So sure, I mean, yeah. those guys just annihilated each other. It was yeah. incredible. And you guys watched that together at, at your house, right? Yeah, I, thing? I, I was actually cornering. Right, 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 right. But you had yeah. a party at your yes, house, right? Yes. Yeah. I get. So. I didn't get the. Me and Marcus lost the invite in the mail. Oh, yeah, right. You guys are always welcome. Damn USPS. But the rematch, you guys will be there when we get the belt. That's awesome. That's what I'm talking about. That would be great. So, do you think that? The deduction was was fair. Do you yes. think that point deduction was fair? More than fair. I think right. he could have took another point away, to be honest. For the eye pokes or for the for the for the kick in the balls? For, for the eye pokes when he's on the ground, he's kind of putting the finger yep. in Brandon's eyes. That's so not even a really good technique to get off the ground. Like it, it was the way he just pied fade, and maybe just like on the forehead, but the way he just scraped it. No, a lot I mean, of, it should have been. A lot of people say yeah. it was like desperation. At that point, would you agree with that? Or I definitely think uh, Figueroa was taken in some deep waters. I think he was tired, and it, and it was showing. Um, you know, for us, we just have to make those adjustments in the next fight, understand what we can expect, and, and get that victory. But I, I truly believe uh, with the full camp and everything that we have going on, some of the adjustments we're making with Brandon's team, I, I really, truly feel this next one. Uh, and and I like how Brandon said that his whole team are Mexicans and that he's really, really so close. I mean yeah. – um, I, I know my wife is Mexican, and I know the Mexicans are like the Irish. They're about family. They're yes. about loyalty. And he was just such a sweet kid. And 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 you know, and he's got three kids and a wife. Yeah. I actually didn't know that. Until I didn't like, know that either. Yeah. I didn't know that. I was like, how old are you? And then it was so funny because we talked about the nutshot, and he's like, he said to his wife, "Don't worry, we've already had three kids. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> We're good." I said, Mexicans have got the balls of steel, man. Right. Because oh, man. Um, he, he just walked away from that. And especially that could have been a fight under. And if it was bad enough, I've seen fights Correct. get stopped yeah. with that, and then it would have been a no contest right correct so i mean damn it's, it definitely was worthy of the point he, he right was, there he was so cool calm and collected backstage um he was singing somewhere over the rainbow the whole night who brandon was <laughs> before so, the fight before the fight he was singing somewhere over the rainbow 
And so I was kind of getting into it with him. Like, yeah, English let's, or Spanish. It's Spanish. I'm like, I'm like, let's just sing this song together, you know? Whatever. So, you know? Whatever. And then after the fight, I was like, hey, man, like, uh, just curious, like, where'd that song come from? He's like, oh, I was watching 50 First Dates last night. <laughs> I love it. I, I love mean, that. that just shows you how present he is wow. in the moment. Like, right. he was just enjoying it. And his, and his team's great. Raul, his head coach, is, is amazing. Yeah. He, he had two teammates out there, uh, Marcelo and, and Masio Follin, and those guys were just there the whole time supporting him. Uh, they actually stayed a couple weeks at our house uh, uh, before they got the Airbnb, and just to see the camaraderie they have together, it, yeah. it was just really special to see them just the way they bond and the way they're there for each other. And I, I'm excited. I, I, I might call in Mick every day. I'm like, hey, so what's the day of the rematch? When are we doing this? Like, yes. So what do you think, April? Time. Yeah, and why is that? I think April. April okay. Yeah. Yeah. So why is Figueredo pushing so hard for June? And and, and it's like, that's so far away. I mean, honestly, I feel like this fight really put the flyweight division uh, where it's supposed to be. Now, oh, yeah. Now we actually have a storyline going. Yeah. Definitely. Because there it, wasn't anything before, right? Yeah. Now, now I mean... They wanted is, to get rid of that. They wanted to get rid of that division. Like everyone just, was just, just, a, just a year ago, they wanted. To, they yeah. were talking about getting. And, rid of and, that. That, and that's a kudos to the matchmaker Mick because they were going to get rid of it. He went and talked to the the powers that be and explained his ideas and concept for the division. Mm-hmm. They kept the division around, and you know, I think it's shown that it's it's was the right decision. And I so you really have to give credit to the matchmaker for really bringing life to that division and, and bringing those ninjas in there to. Yeah, they're do doing thing. a much better job of making stars out of that division yeah. for sure. Because yeah. for a while it was a little bland, and then Henry took over, and then he goes to thirty-five, and it's like, oh yeah. no! Like now we got Lego playing assassin babies just running oh the show. Oh my god! <laughs> playing what, what, what Legos did we get him for Christmas? We wrapped them up. It was a Batman one. It was a Batman yeah. and a Star Wars. Yeah, and, uh, and then I actually gave him a um, autographed photo of. David Prowse, which is Darth Vader, who mm-hmm. had just passed, passed away, away two weeks oh, previous. Awesome, so I, ha- I actually had a, uh, which we gave him for his birthday. So and we did that down at Elliot and Co. Yeah. No, we did. We did at the garrison. At the garrison. At the garrison. So garrison. so Elliot and Co. in the garrison. You're now really known for taking care of all these amazing fighters. How did that get started, and how are you and Jason connected? Uh, I mean, obviously through that, but how did that all come about? Well, the the, the way it came about in, in regards to me taking care of uh, you know, a lot of fighters was just you know. When I worked at Mandalay Bay, uh, man, 15 years ago, yeah. um, I started to develop that, you know, that uh, that reputation of of doing good work. So a lot at the time, a lot of the fights were held at Mandalay Bay. Mm-hmm. So the fighters, you know, the fighters were there. Um, the yard of shaving was there at Mandalay Bay. So those guys would run up. They're still there, right? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's it's closed down now, but um, of course it is. But, <laughs> but so at the time, those guys would you know they'd need a quick haircut, so they'd run up to the yard of shaving, and I took care of I took care of one guy who was uh, Eves Edwards, and then you know I just think you know just word kind of got out, hey, there's a dude over at the yard of shaving that take care of you, so I yeah. just one after the other after yeah. the other. And then I opened up my own place, and those guys yeah. kind of followed me too. over, That's and awesome. then the connection with me and Jason is through Laywright. So I'm one of their global ambassadors, one of their global educators. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, one of the old uh, one of the old partners um, who knows who met Jason through, I believe it was uh Ian McCall. Ian McCall. Oh awesome. And uh, Uncle Creepy. Uncle Creepy who was <laughs> who, who rocks the lay right. And uh, so he just put us together and you know mm. made the quick intro and then you know when Jason would come into Vegas, yeah, you know, I would take care of him, take care of his guys. Yeah. And, yeah. So you just moved. You moved here now. Yes. From California. Yes. Have you Have you had a full summer here yet? Not yet. 
Yeah. Oh God, it's horrible. You may go back to California. We, we had June and August, but July was in Fight Island for the whole for the right. whole month. Oh, so. yeah. that's hot there too. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I, I got to deal with a little bit of the Vegas heat. Uh, yeah, but June. I mean, June. That's the you're you're in the you're in the, the yeah you're the, you're. The, in, you're, you're you're in the, the den of the. You're yeah. in the belly of it, <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, for sure. You get here in June and you're you're you, good. You man. can fry an egg on the road in oh, June, yeah. Man, yeah, man. In June. How long have you lived here for? Fifteen years. Okay, yeah. yeah. I lived here since I was three. You yeah. never get used to the summer here. You yeah. never. You get never used get used to it. Used to yeah. it. But you know what, I man? I, I lived in Phoenix for a little while, and Phoenix is man. That's three feet from hell, bro. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So do you cut these guys here at the Garrison or at Elliott and Co? Wherever I'm, wherever, wherever is easy. And how's the Garrison going? Still good, oh, killing still it, good. right? Yeah, so yeah, nice. It, such a good, such a good place to go. His, right? his hair looks the same every time I see him. Yeah. Any interview, anything, he looks perfect. Yeah. He's one of those guys time. that wakes up and he's like, he goes, you know, you remember, remember, remember in Happy Days when the Fonz used to go to the mirror to do his hair and he'd be like, <laughs> "That's this guy right here." Jay is for real. I'm gonna tell you, man. Like, there's some guys that you know, there's some dudes that just they want to get cleaned up, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fight week or whatever, you know what I mean? Jay is for real. Like, yeah. yo, my shit needs to be dialed in. He'll come. The wife, hey, Elliot, look, the wife sent me these pictures. I don't know what we could do, but if, if I don't get as close to this as possible, there's going to be problems. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? He does listen. Mm. Yeah. No. Um, well, so obviously, obviously, all the boys get their hair cut there. Yeah. Oh, you've been cutting my hair for maybe seven, seven years now right. for, for a long time. We've, we've, we've been good friends. Um, so lay right. So we've got a we've got a big competition coming up, which uh, the Garrison Elliot and Co is involved in. We're going to let you know what's happening with that right at the end of the right at the end of the show. I've got a couple of people on that want to say hello, Travis. A couple of people up there. Want hey, to money. Say it's been awesome to uh, get to work with you this past year. Um, yeah. Hope you guys have a great holidays. You guys have something special going on at Iridium. Super stoked for not only me but my uh, my team as well. To see what we can do in uh, 2021. Happy holidays, bro. Hey, Jason, you're the man. We just want to say thank you and we appreciate everything uh, that you do. You're the man. The man. Of the hour. <laughs> <laughs> Happy holidays. <laughs> we love you. Uh. Yeah, How dope is that? Got, to, got them to drop a couple of videos. Yeah, yesterday. Kraus is the man. Yeah, he's probably, I think him and like Coach Mark might be like two of my best friends in the sport, you know? Yeah. I'm really lucky to find uh, like-minded people. I think it really helps with, yeah, the, with the culture of the group, and uh, we're real blessed. You give, you get back what you give out. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you, you're obviously that kind of person yourself. What You know, the whole what goes around comes around. You you are what you eat, what you give out, you get back. Yeah, I, tru- I truly believe that. Because you've obviously got no knuckleheads in your industry, right, with, with the work for your agency? Yeah. No knuckleheads? No, no. Yeah. All of our guys are good guys, and yeah. I'm really blessed to be to yeah. be representing them yeah. and stuff. So. And, G- and, Gina, and Gina, with her magic ninja <laughs> toe kick... <laughs> old mate still old mate still Ooh, can't get it, it up I'm callous <laughs> Gina it's callous is that normal <laughs> we'll talk about that later hey. she, did, she did a number on me with the towel yeah and so so normally we're going to get Matt to get punched by every guest that we got coming on and we did it once and then he was like yeah, yeah no, that was my I lovely like, idea I don't want to do it anymore yeah. <laughs> that was oh, my man. lovely idea so let's talk about let's talk about some current issues at the moment let's 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 switch to the let's switch to boxing for a second obviously a couple of weeks ago, we had the, the Mike Tyson fight. I'm sure everybody watched it. It was great to see Mike back there in the ring. It was good to see him. I mean, I would have liked to have seen a knockout, but hey, it is what it is. And now and now it's jumped onto the line of you've got these Logan and Jake Paul calling out some of the biggest names. Well, so Jake, or okay, I always get these names mixed Jake. up. Jake Paul is calling out Connor and, Connor and, and, and Dylan. And, Dylan and Logan is actually fighting Floyd Mayweather. In an, exhibition, in an exhibition bout. Have you seen the size difference between Floyd Mayweather 
and Logan Paul. I don't know how they're going to set that. Way. that I, don't... Can, well, I mean, can you can you talk about that? Like, what is? I mean, obviously it's good for entertainment. Obviously, there's a big payday involved. But do you think it cheapens the industry? I'm personally not a, a fan of it. I mean, I, I definitely think it will attract eyeballs. I guess it's an, exhi- an exhibition, right? So it's technically not like a real boxing bout, right? But I mean, I just feel like there's other great matchups boxing could be making right now oh, right. instead Definitely. of this. So, so, so how do you feel about mixed martial artists crossing over and boxers crossing over? Is it? I think that's fine. If you, you know, boxers and mixed martial artists both want to cross pollinate in each other's industries, I think that's great. You know, yeah. those, are, those are real, uh, you know, athletes and, you know, pugilists. And I think that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, from, it was Logan Paul that knocked out. Uh, Jake, Paul. Jake. 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 So Jake Paul knocked out Nate. Nate Robinson. Robinson. Yeah. yeah. And now he's the one fighting Floyd? No, no his, his brother, brother is his fighting okay. Floyd. He, uh, Jake's calling out Connor and Dylan. Okay, that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And I, for me, I mean, like, you, you knocked out another, I mean, uh, kudos, kudos to, to Nate for stepping inside Absolutely. the ring. Yeah. Um, but he's but never, I, he'd never boxed before either, I think right? he'd be still considered, like, an, an amateur at this yeah. point, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, no disrespect yeah. to him for, oh, for, for trying. Right. But it's like, man, to call out Connor, you're talking. <laughs> and so is Jake. Jake's an amateur, too. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, if you're gonna call someone out and you're the biggest YouTuber in the world, you're gonna call out call out yeah. the biggest names, right? Yeah, for sure. So even though everybody's like giving this kid a hard time, maybe there's a little bit of scientific brilliance behind it. Hey, if I'm gonna fight someone, I'm gonna call out the biggest name and maybe we'll get one. Catch a big fish. I think my concern is just with the commissions and licensing these fights. And it's all fun and games until someone gets really hurt, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, that's where I kind of wonder, you know, Floyd Mayweather has how many professional fights? How many professional fights does the Paul Brothers yeah, have? The red, the red boxing glove right there. He wrote it on there for me. Yeah, 50, 50 you know. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. So. Like, who would sanction that? That's crazy. Exactly. And then in California, there can't be more than, like, 40-pound difference. Yeah. So they definitely can't do it in California. I mean, I, but doesn't it cheapen, like, doesn't it cheapen the sport? You know what I mean? Like, my, my, my kids, my kids are amateur boxers. You know what I mean? Like, your kid I'm, is a great amateur and, boxer. And he's, and he, you know, he's, in, I'm in a gym with him, you know, almost every, and I, almost every week, you know, you know, and I see how hard these kids work. You know what I mean? Like, I see the literal blood, sweat, tears that go in to these guys training. And then, you know, a guy who comes along, I, I get it, he's got a humongous, massive YouTube following. You know what I mean? But it's just like, you know, he gets to train for a couple of years and because he's big on social media, he gets to jump the crowd and get these big payday. I mean, I'm not hating on the guy for, for you know, getting yeah. the payday. If you can make your money, man, hey, God bless you, get your bread. For hitting Dylan Dennis with some wet toilet paper. And then running. I think when the, the one Paul brother fought, Nate Robinson, I was like, okay, you know what? They're both amateurs. Do their thing. To each their own. But I think when you start kind of crossing into, hey, you're fighting professionals at 40, 50 fights, I think that's where I kind of draw the line. I think if these guys kind of want to, you know, KRS1, I think, was the other one they, they yes. fought. Yeah, that was KSI, the first one. They kind of do those things where they both don't have any fights and it, it kind of is a spectacle. Okay, you know, do your thing. Yeah, but I, I think, think when you're calling the pros out, that's where it's kind of like, okay, guys, yeah. we need to we need to stop this. Now. I think the hardcores <laughs> know that yeah. it's kind of a clown fight, but it brings mainstream eyes onto it. People yeah, that normally wouldn't buy it, buy it. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I mean, it but did look so at, well. But look at that card. You know what I mean? Like the first fight, I and, and look, I I I bought the pay per view. I wanted to watch Tyson fight. Absolutely. And the first fight were two two pros, mm-hmm. and it was a good fight. Mm-hmm. Um, but then everything else on the card, you know what I mean, was Shell apart. Right. And so you know, I, again, I just I watch how hard these kids work, and you know, if you're gonna if you're going to have a promotion, you're gonna have that many eyes. Why not put some some young pros that are trying to get some some attention that are yeah. trying to get some uh, some notoriety, 
put some of those guys on a card. You know what I mean? I, yeah. How many? Uh, I don't know. I just, so if someone like Jake or Logan Paul came to you and said, "Hey, I'm interested in you managing me," what would would you do that? I think it just depends on what the path they wanted to take in their career if they're taking it seriously. Right. For me to for me to give my time and energy to a potential client, you're taking time away from my family. So it has to be well worth it. You have to be focused. I'm not saying they're not. I don't. I don't know them. So it's really hard for me to judge them. I mean, obviously, like you said you're going to call out the biggest name. So you can't really blame them in some aspects, right? They're doing yeah. what I think anyone would do in those opportunities to try and, and get the money fight. Yeah. So, but yeah. I mean, for me, I, I really, when I was young, I, I would always chase talent and then talent will take you places your character's not ready to go to. So now right. I really go after high character people. That's, yeah. that's where I'm really, you know, Where does that of. mindset come from, Jason? How do you learn that? Because you're very young. You're still in your 30s. How do you get this such a mature um, uh, mindset about about this business and industry. I'm very lucky. I was able to play on some very uh, good teams growing up through high school and through college baseball where uh, my coaches really taught me the importance of culture and and camaraderie and, and just character. Those were really big things for us in, in, in our programs growing up. So it kind of just, when I started the agency, you don't really have to reinvent the wheel. You know, an agency is very much like a college program in a lot of aspects. Right. You're developing talent. You're developing human you know, men, young men. You're developing them into the careers they want to have. Yeah. And so at this point, you just really have to have a, provide a good culture for them to succeed in. See? When you, got, when you got coaches and managers Savage. that, 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 that you, you're bound to be successful. Mm-hmm. Speaking of some of the biggest names in the business, one of our amazing, amazing affiliates here, affiliates here at uh, What Happens Podcast is Proper 12 Irish Whiskey. And Connor sends me over this whiskey and I told him that I would toast it and, and, and give it with all my guests. So on behalf of uh, What Happens Here and Connor McGregor, this one's for you to take home, my friend. Oh, awesome. Yep, Thank that you. one's for you. So you can take that home and crack it on New Year's or Christmas. Yeah. No, have, you tried, have you tried that yet? Yes, I do. And? I enjoy it. You like it? Yes. Look, look how upset is that Elliot didn't get a bottle. Bro, he sent me a case. What you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Really? Yes. Well, I'm not going to give you that one. Then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm not going to give that one a surprise. What do you got, Matt? What oh, do you man. got? So I know you manage a lot of prospects, not just in UFC, mm-hmm. but in other organizations. Mm-hmm. Do you have something, somebody that's like on your radar who's going to be maybe the next person called up to the Contender Series next year, maybe the UFC? Is there anyone you want to shout out right now? Off the top of my head, because I, I was just talking to him last night, Mo Miller okay. out of Cleveland, Ohio. He's at a strong style gym. Uh, I really, truly believe he's going to be the, one of the next big things. I love he it. He just had a slam knockout on LFA. He knocked a guy out with a slam. And I just I went out to watch him train. Me and my wife did. We went up and watched him. Uh, he, he sparred three rounds of uh, an amateur boxer. had like 60 amateur fights. Yeah. For three rounds, you watched him in there in a dog fight with him. I'm like, man, this kid has it. Look at him. This is a Monday for him. This yeah. is a Monday it. for him. And, you know, he, he you know, wrestled collegiately, he was very successful in college as well. I just think that he has the mentality and, and the pedigree for a lot of success. And he's, he's a great human being, great person. He, we flew him out here. He spent a few days at the house with us, and yeah. we, we love him to death. So if someone was an asshole, you wouldn't bring him on board, right? No. Mm. No. It's interesting. The- uh, do you feed the contender series people? Like, do they seek you for those kind of people, or do you, like, uh, apply for them? Because I knew you'd made a lot of submissions for the Ultimate Fighter. Yes. Coming up, do you do the same thing for the, uh, the I, Contender I think series? just with our relationship with Sean and Mick right now, we've mm-hmm. built a good rapport with them, and we're always, you know, we're already working on that 2021 class right now, and uh, I just think it's a, been a proven track record that our guys have delivered. And so uh, as long as you keep delivering you know, hardworking, good human beings that fight. Definitely, they're gonna yeah. they're gonna keep getting the call. Definitely, you know. Um, I just, I'm just really lucky. Like I said, the, the culture is really good, and I think part of it was not many, not many people know this, but my family raised 25 foster children growing up. 
What? So, yes, my, my dad married my best friend's mom. They were both divorced. Me and my what? best friend are hanging out all the time. Mom and dad meet through us. They get married. So then your brothers were brothers, yeah. right? Like It's like stepbrothers. Do we yeah. become best friends? Like, <laughs> you know I mean? like, yes. Like, like this happens. And they, you know, they come home one day and they're like, hey, you know, uh, we think we should help others. With this, we have these extra bedrooms. We're going to start having foster kids. When you bring people in from all walks of life, you really learn, right? Like that's, that's serving and giving at its finest one, which management is, right? Serving and giving. One, that's you learn. Two, you learn how to acclimate with the family from all walks of life, which is another thing of an agency, right? Absolutely. So my parents taught me a lot of this early on, you know, like, hey, that's your brother. I've never even met this guy, you know, like, and you're sharing toys and you're playing video games together and you're going to school together and you're looking out for him. So I, I learned a lot of valuable life lessons growing up because, I mean, man, my, my family was constantly changing, constantly evolving, much like an agency, right? It, it's constantly. So I'm, I'm very grateful to my parents for this because I really feel like those early lessons have helped me to acclimate. And then when you see people from all walks of life, you understand them, right? Yeah. So then all my clients are so different. Now, Elliot would tell you this. Yeah. The, the barbershop, I really wish we could do a show where like Elliot could just like film his conversations with them because sometimes I, I, I like drive them there and yeah. I'll just sit back and then Elliot will start asking questions and I'm like, I didn't even know that about my guy. You know, you're, <laughs> you're like learning as you go, yes. right? And um, you know, It all goes down to the barbershop. No, it, it <laughs> does. You know what? And the barbershop has become such a, a, a good point of fight week for us because it's such good energy, right? I really truly believe how fight week goes really kind of predicts how the fight's going to go. And when you have the opportunity to go outside the hotel, hang out with Elliot, get a healthcare, which makes you feel good, right? Yeah. You, you look, look good, good, you feel, feel good. good, you play good, right? And so, you know, I'm, I'm very blessed and I feel bad because Elliot, because now whenever guys come and tell me, hey bro, is Elliot free? Can, can, yeah. can, can you get me in? <laughs> right. I got one hour block from 8 to 9 p.m. Can you get me at this yeah. time? And I'm like, dude, Elliot, like, they're knocking on my door for you. Yeah. So we're, we're very, awesome. we're very That's blessed. Awesome, man. No, it's amazing. I love that so much yeah. because uh, when you say early years with the foster, that, like how old were you? So my dad got remarried when I was six. We started having foster children when I was eight. All the way, I mean. Do you stay in contact with any yeah, of them? Yeah. Really? Yeah. They, they hit me up all the time. Like, bro, Marino won that fight. That's, That's awesome. bull crap. And I'm yeah. like, hey, yeah. God, yeah. <laughs> it all work itself out. It's, it just comes, <laughs> down, <laughs> it 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 comes down to part and parcel that, you know, now I'm really learning something here wow. today. I'm learning that business and 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 personal doesn't have to be separated. It, it doesn't. And as, as a matter of fact, it shouldn't because it, shouldn't. It, it, it makes things so much more beneficial for business and also for your soul as well. This, this have, is, you guys, have you guys seen that series on Netflix? It's on the coaches. And there's an episode on Doc Rivers. It's amazing, right? And I'm like, watching this episode, I'm like, man, I really like Doc Rivers. my type of dude. Yeah. And at the end, he goes, you know what? When I started coaching, they said, you know, don't love them. They're going to let you down. He said, F that. I'm going to love them to death. I'm going to give them all I got. I'm not going to coach them to where they're at. I'm going to coach them to where they should be. Yeah. And that resonated with me because sometimes people will say, hey, Jason, once up that guy leaves you? Then he leaves me. Mm. Right? Yeah. My, my job is to give him my best. Yeah. Because right. at the end of the day, there's going to be wins and losses, right? Yeah. The peace comes from the process, not the result. Brandon Moreno has peace at night. Because he left it all in there, not because of the result, right? Right. So if you give it your best, mm -hmm. no matter what happens, if that person leaves you or they stay for twenty years under your your banner, you'll never have a bad night's sleep because you gave it everything you had to them. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's with anything in life. I mean, that's, same yeah. thing. Anything. Yeah, that's part of my job as you know, as a as a an owner of a business. You know what I mean? Part of my job is to develop talent. You know what I mean? Help them get to where they want to get to. You know, it's an inevitable part of my business that people are going to leave. You know yeah. what I mean? And 
That's I true. do we every. Talk, we talked about, we talked about this like Abs- two haircuts ago. Absolutely, damn. and that's. <laughs> but my job is to help them become the best versions of who they are. I got a minute. So it all goes down to the barbershop. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. It really does. It really does. Honestly, I really wish he would record it. Okay. So it's funny that you say that. Whoa, hang on a minute. Let me not get emotional right now. Um, Elliot is actually the guy that's sitting across from you. He was the one that that actually inspired me to to do this podcast. It was about a year ago, and he just said to me, you know, what are you doing, man? You you need to be doing this. I believe in you. And and then uh, it's funny, a year later, sitting back with you right across – right across – Right across from me in the podcast, <laughs> it uh, it's kind of a a moment for me right now. Yeah, it's pretty. Dope. Okay. You know, Mark, I'll tell you what, bro. Like, I'm I'm really, and I tell you this all the time, but how? Like, I'm really proud of you. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of guys that talk, especially in the barber chair. There's a lot of guys that talk, right? Yeah. You know, but we were we were sitting you know, we were sitting down. You know, I'm cutting your hair. We're chopping it up, and you know, I remember you were at this place where. You didn't really know. No, I didn't what, want to be in Thunder Down Under anymore. Right, right. I was sick. You know, no, I didn't because I was in there for 23 years. That yeah. was my show. 23 years. I was yeah. the host. The, the, I was I was done with the whole. That right. stuff will take a piece of you. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. For real. Though. And Jay, listen. And what's crazy is every every time that Marcus would come into the barber chair, it would be we would <clears> talk about MMA. And we would talk about all the fights. We would talk about the fighters. And then, you know, Marcus had this, you know, he had this thing with, with you know, I'm, he had this thing with Conor McGregor. He's going to the fights and he's yeah, dressing yeah. up like Conor, you know what I mean? And he would always, so when, when Conor would come into town and I would take care of, I'd take care of the camp and I would take care of Conor, you know what I mean? He, well, did, did, you know, did, did they say anything about me? You know what I mean? And, and, and I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they know who you are and you know what I mean? You know, what do they think? You know what I mean? And, you know, I said, and I would honestly, you know, bro, they, they think you're cool. They think the Connor thing is, you know, could be a little, you know, but they asked me about it. I was like, look, Marcus is a good dude. Like he's a, he's a nice guy. He's a good guy. He's just a fan. He loves, you know, he, he something about Connor really resonates in him. You know Heck what yeah. I mean? And so, you know, spotted man. <laughs> I think something. Right, yeah. right, man. I would just last night there was a the one of his uh the, his fight in, in dublin was on and uh oh man man he's yeah. it's funny you know that ireland card yeah i've never seen it like that in my life i was Nuts. there at that card oh you were there? really yeah because that because <laughs> we because zach and uh yeah, uh, James, and, and, James, McCall. Am I allowed to cuss? Because that shit was bananas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, like honestly, like that. That was like I remember just thinking, like, oh my god, this place was nuts. I remember walking out, beer spilling everywhere, and they're they're jamming from the first fight on. Hey, ole, yeah. ole. I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, yeah. like this is something new. We've never seen this before mm. in our sport. Yeah, that's and, right. Uh, it it kind of done anything yeah. to go to that card. Not, well, you know what? It's funny. That, the things we had no idea what we're in for. We True. No idea. Like we were, we literally walked in there clueless and like. Two fights in, we're like, okay, wow. Yeah. This, this and is every Ireland fighter won that night too. Yeah. It was yeah. wild. Ten thousand people sounded like a hundred thousand. Yeah. I mean, and those guys, like, they love, like, they're so passionate. Yep. Oh about man, everything. Like, it's just so dope, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Irishmen and Mexicanos, yeah. the yeah. most yes. hardcore bloodline type people Can ever. Imagine if we do a title fight for Brandon in Mexico. Oh, oh my oh, god. You gotta do it, man. right? Right, and you know what? And, 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 the other night when you were at the garrison, you were interviewing him, and you were talking about all the Mexican, you know, all the Mexican mm. champs, the fighters, yeah. and the champions. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But you know, one thing, and and I know he 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 did remind you of this, and this is something that I just think it's so freaking cool. He, if you know, when they fight, when they the rematch, and he wins, he's going to be the first Mexican-born 
yeah. champion. Damn. That is bananas. Damn. Dude. All right. I, it, and that's overdue. I freaking yeah. love that. That's love overdue. That. Yeah. Because they're such it. good boxers. Yeah. Uh, in the heart. So it's, we're overdue for a UFC. Right. And we're, Mexican we're, we're world overdue champion. for a Mexican world champion. Absolutely. Because it's been a long time. And especially, you know, in his division. And especially. Yeah. The kind of guy that he is, because you know He's that so the nice. world is just, like I was. I was mentioning to you before when I when I sent the video of my interview to my mom and my sister. My mom's like, oh, oh, he's lovely. I love that guy. I love him. And I was like, yeah. Um, and I was like, yeah, he's fighting on Saturday. She goes, no, I can't watch him fight. I can't, I can't, I can't. No, 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 I can't see that sweetheart getting Was she the, the one face. on the phone running to the yeah. TV? <laughs> was, was that the one or was that your sister? That was my sister. Oh, that was funny. She's a good outlook on, on life. Yeah. Like, yeah man. Every time I'm, I'm around him, like, you know, he thanks me, but I should really be thanking him because I learned so much. He's yeah. just so like... I mean, backstage, he was so loose goose. You know, I, I, I went to the bathroom four times. I was like, oh, gosh, I'm nervous. <laughs> it's going through me. He, he always teases me because he got cut by the UFC. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 2018. And, and, and yeah. so that's when we signed him. Right. So his first fight back was Nella Faye. And it was only him, his brother, and his coach fighting at uh, Casino Morongo uh, out by Palm Springs. Wow. And the opponent had like maybe 100, 200 fans there easily. And so I was so nervous. And he always used to joke around with me. He's like, Jason, stop pacing. You're, you're, you're nervous. It's okay. I'm like, man, this is a big fight. You win this fight, you get back in the UFC. And so like this time, he was like, he was like you know, we're, we're joking around. If I was how nervous I was going to be for the title fight, I was like, I'm going to sit down and not make him think about me at all. But he's so like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Love hey, it. Yeah. you know, he's just laughing, smiling. Yeah. No big deal. Like you would not tell if it was a fight for a free Happy Meal or the fight for the belt. You, know, like you, you, wouldn't, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't know. Like, oh, Happy Meal with Batman Legos. Right? Like, yeah. If you win, get the toy, Brandon. <laughs> That's a way big deal. Maybe you should do that. Wave Legos in front of his face before uh, he goes into the fight. Is, is he always that loose? Just, always. It's always, always been that loose. Always. He, he stayed with us uh, about two weeks. About two weeks at the house. and With, uh, the, with his family? Uh, he stayed with the teammate, and then uh, we got an Airbnb for his family, and his family was over at the house yeah, uh, yeah. quite a bit. And wow. he's got a new baby, and, right? So that must have been fun. Uh, yeah, so cute. yeah, yeah. It, Mex it, Mexican it, babies it, are beautiful it, little it, things, aren't they? It's adorable. The middle one, uh, Megan, like she loves watching Boss Baby. So we're like joking around calling her the Boss Baby because she dictated the TV for about two weeks. <laughs> like, like, literally, we ran through like the seasons over and over again. It was like on a replay for her. Oh, and she, uh, you have kids? No, not yet. Is that a dream of yours? Yes, yeah, soon. Will you let you... <laughs> no, I don't know how soon, but yeah. Is there a scoop? Are we breaking no, news? No, 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 breaking no, no, no. news? Jason House. Is that why no. she's eating pickles and peanut butter sandwiches? <laughs> oh, no. no. I thought that was normal. You, you, no, no. you know what? Moving to Vegas uh, has you know afforded us a lot more uh, family My, time because yeah. you know uh, even when life was quote-unquote normal, we are 15 weeks a year we were staying here. So now, and if life does go back to normal, I got 15 weeks of home games, a little more time, you know. But right yeah. now, we've been, you know, I, I truly believe you're here on earth to serve and give to give others. And so we've been basically helping yeah. other people's families, serving yeah. and giving to them. And yeah. there comes a point, you know, where we'll, we'll have yeah. our family yeah. and, yeah. you know, we're excited. I mean, I, having Brandon's kids over is like the best baby fever you could have, right? I yeah. see these little girls running around my house. And yeah. I want a little out. champ champ yeah, myself. Yeah, you know. Uh, look like, at the wife. Look, look at the smiles. You guys got, look at the smiles. 600 pictures of you got like six hundred. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of giving back, uh, you know, I work with a charity called the Las Vegas Avengers. Coming up very, very shortly. We're going to let you know in about a week or two. We've got a great, great big event coming up. Um, the Las Vegas Avengers is a charity where we go to cancer children's hospitals. And um, do we have any of those photos up there? This is man. me from last weekend. Um, man, so, I mean, how do we get involved? Yeah, so absolutely. I would love to talk to you about I, that. I get you involved that. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know what? It's, it's a great charity. This was the day that um, we were handing out at the toy drive for some of the kids that don't have toys. And, um, you know, as you said, it's about giving back. And believe it or not, this is one of my favorite 
That's favorite awesome. gigs in the world to do. You're looking um, pretty buff there, man. I, I spent I spent a lot of money on my Spider Man costume. You're wearing that Spider Man suit pretty well. <laughs> I, know, <laughs> I know. I know. Well, um, no, I we, do a, we'd love to get involved. One year for my birthday, my wife took me to a, a you know a cancer uh, oh. a section of a hospital, and it was awesome. We met yeah. so many. Uh, a lot of more teenagers. Yeah, and yeah. It was just an amazing experience, and then. What happened was, like, we wanted to come out the next day, and Cheeto, Cheeto Vera came on his fight week. He's all cutting weight. Like, I mean, bro, he was, like, you know, mm. sucked in, and he was like, bro, I want to go. Yeah. Came and, and, yeah. and gave, like, three hours of his time yeah, and sat yeah, there. Yeah. And It's hard. It's hard. Luckily, I'm in the Spider-Man mask because I'm literally in tears the whole time, especially when you see a little nine-month-old baby that's, that's, you know, hooked up with chews. But in the end, um, it brings a smile to their face. It makes them happy. And it's something that That's I love. Really cool it, it, it's that. something that I love to do, probably yeah. more than anything, right, Elliot? You've, yeah. you've seen me running around doing this stuff for a while. Me and Kraus were just talking about trying to get involved somewhere in Vegas because we're so new here. We'd love to. Yeah, please yeah. let us know how That's we can awesome. get Absolutely. involved. Absolutely. Well, we, awesome we, we're going to do an event at Founders Coffee. Uh, okay. We're not exactly sure what we're going to do in the next oh, couple Founders of weeks. Coffee. Um, we're going to bring Batman. We're going to bring Iron Man, Spider-Man. Uh, we're going to bring a couple of princesses down there. And we're going to have a box out the front where you can leave a gift card or a toy. Heck yeah. Um, and and just, just to help some people out. You know Is Moreno I mean? small enough to be Robin? Oh, man. So, Elliot... Before we bounce, man, I want you to look into that camera right there, and I want you to tell everyone how they can get in contact with you, what they get, and what they can expect when they come to the, the number one best tailored barbershop. That's what I said. The world's best haircut. You can get the greatest haircut, the greatest shave experience of your life. Yep, yep. You just go to Elliot and Co. That's E-L-L-I-O-T-T and Co. on Instagram. The Garrison LV on Instagram. Look us up. All of our contact information is there. Yeah. We'd love to take care of you. We do the real deal. And it's not the Garrison and Co. either. It's come on, man. Can you listen? Guys, you have to like preface it though. If you get a haircut from Elliot, like yeah. it's almost like you've seen the light. And then yeah. after that, everything is kind yeah. of like it's like around. riding in a private jet, right? It's yeah. like riding. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. taking a ride in a private jet. You'll never jet. go coach Can again. Can I use my no. analogy? <laughs> Can I use my analogy? Yes, please. Uh, I always when I walk out of Elliot and come, like, yeah, man. Did I just have Botox? Because I look better way Botox, better than baby. Botox, better man. It's crazy. Look, Elliot, I've never seen Elliot on an off night. I've always known, like, well, he'll spend hours sometimes fixing one of my guy's hairs, mm. like, just perfectly, like, yeah. And I'm yeah. like, man, bro, it's 1030 at yeah. night. And he's like, no, we're yeah. going to get this has right. He, this because heavy. I can't sleep, man. Like, if a guy, like, if I, I just, I can't let someone get out of the chair, yeah. you know what I mean? If yeah. it's not right, you know right. what I mean? And that's, and it's, it's my reputation. Yeah. And we brought yeah, in some real bad haircuts before for him to fix Man. up some really? real some miracle jobs. Yeah. Some, some, some real, <laughs> hey, Elliot, uh, please work a miracle here for yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Figure this one out. Yeah. But, you know, I'm, here's the, the good thing about it is, like, I, honestly, I really love working with Jay's guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. all of those dudes, like, they're all, dude, Kraus and you know, my boy Ian Heinish. I freaking love that guy. Yeah, they're, awesome. they're all guys. great. All these guys are so nice. They're all super cool down earth people and i'm not saying that they're nice because of you but now i'm no. seeing this uh revolving positive nice like look at all family. these people that you're yeah, involved right, with you yeah. know what i mean you guys are like a family and 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 at the moment right now guys um it, your manifestation skills are at its highest peak right now there's a complete shift and change of energy going on in the world as you know the star of bethlehem is now visible for the first time in over 800 years the celestial alignment of the planets jupiter saturn and the four moons are coming into they're exactly in line there's a big change so guys anyone out there it, all you got to do is manifest your thoughts think it believe it say it write it down daily say your prayers drink your water 
do the right thing, everything will work out. Have you had a good time today, Elliot? Man, this was awesome, bro. Thank you, man. This I really do awesome. appreciate you. Um, uh, you're the best around. You're definitely one of the best around. Thank you. Is there Thank anything you, you could say on a positive best note around. before we go? <laughs> I you, mean, if there's someone out there that maybe needs a little bit of a positive word or sentence. I think piggybacking on what you're saying is thoughts become things. I, I, I truly believe that. And, uh, you know, every Sunday I always like to write down my, my what's going to happen this week. And a lot of times it does. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> hey, bro, and, and thank Real. you for having like, thank you for having me on. You know what I mean? Like, I really appreciate it. And not just thank you for having me on, but thank you for having me on with this dude, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. I love oh, this guy, You know, man. there's an affiliation going on with you two guys, and I just thought it'd be really, the comfortability yeah. would be great. There's a little story there. Um, I, I think it would be great. For you, thank you so much for coming on, my brother. No problem. You uh, know I love being here. Man, we, got, uh, we, got the, we got the song in the background here. Got the yeah, yeah, the song going on. on. A little Cobra Kai coming I'm out soon in season three. <laughs> we, we, yeah. yeah. Let's leave it fired up right well, now. Well, right I'll there. tell you what. We've had a massive podcast here once again. My name's Marcus Deegan. I'm the host of this show. This is Matthew. He's my co-host. This is my brother from Elliot & Co. And this is my, hopefully, my brand new manager. No, yeah. what <laughs> Jason House. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very the much. Best around, baby. Cheers. 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 Cheers.